At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is it. Don't get scared now. Super Bowl Swifty ain't kicking off in 10 and a half hours from now. Kansas City looking to become the first back-to-back champion since Julian's Patriots two decades ago. On the other side, the 49ers aiming to balance the scale after losing Super Bowl 54 to the Chiefs just four seasons ago. Julian Edlow, I am Emerson Lazia. You're watching this DraftKings baby we call The Sweats. Live in our Boston studio, Josh Applebaum, Steve Buchanan, live in our Las Vegas Circus Studios. Gentlemen, how's everyone feeling? Steve, how you doing after hanging out with Steve's Lil Wayne last night, huh? So hungover. Look at him. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, hungover, no. Uh, extremely tired, yes. Don't get those conflicted. But, uh, yeah, touching down in Boston later today, um, looking forward to that. It's yeah. a very nice but- excuse, Steve. That's like the Family Guy episode where they're, they tell Peter he's hungover. He's like, I'm not hungover. I'm just tired from drinking yeah, all night with yeah. my friends. Or as my mom used to say, no, I just had some bad ice. No, it's all good. Hey, Josh, Super Bowl tickets are only like, I think, around nine grand right yep. now. Jewel says they're dropping, so you're going to be hanging out there for the game tonight? I will not be hanging out for the game, boys. I actually have a big dilemma today. My plane is at 9.45 p.m. Pacific time, so that means do I risk, like, trying to watch the whole game at the Resorts World and maybe be in a cab or taxi or Uber, like, with a final three minutes, Mm. or do I get to the airport, like, insanely early, like, seven hours early (laughs) and watch the Super Bowl in the airport? So I don't know if you guys have any suggestions, but I'm open to whatever you think I should do. Okay, you know what? To hear what I think, but maybe Jules has some advice. <laughs> I mean, I've never heard a story of anybody watching the Super Bowl like at the airport itself. <laughs> yeah, I believe I mean, they have TVs, though. I mean, the game must well, yeah, be on somewhere. Right? I'm, I'm sure you can find a bar and watch it there. I've just never, <laughs> never heard of that before. Well, you, could, you could be the first. Go for it. Absolutely. Well, listen, wherever the folks watching right now decide to watch the Super Bowl tonight, hopefully you have access to the DraftKings Sportsbook because you can bet anything and everything, it feels like, for Super Bowl 58 tonight and gentlemen as we start with some game bets here uh bukes i believe a lot of you yesterday on this show on a saturday morning edition of the sweat were really kind of feeling the under you weren't quite feeling a boatload of points in this game despite the over being seven and four in the last 11 super bowls with the spread of three or less are you sticking with that right now bukes no, 100%. This is like my 
most convicted play when it comes to one of these uh, game bets that you can make here. Obviously, the spread's been bouncing around a little bit. We could end up seeing uh, two and a half by the time kickoff comes around with the uh, the way that the money has been coming in. But I do feel very strongly about taking the under in this game, especially when you look at what Kansas City has done all throughout the year. They have not been a team that's been hitting the over at all. When you look at their under record for the year, they're 14 and six to the under so far during the regular season and the postseason thus far. And they've been good defensively too as well. Like if you look at some of the recent plays um, from Brock Purdy in these playoffs here, like really hasn't done a lot of damage through the air. Only two passing touchdowns combined in those two games against Detroit and the Packers. And the the Chiefs have been so good at limiting those passing touchdowns uh, all throughout the season as well. So this just feels like a game that's going to be under to me. You could run the ball on both sides. They're going to want to run the ball on both sides with McCaffrey and uh, on Pacheco, who's been so good. And the 49ers have been so bad against the run. Over 300 rushing yards allowed in those two playoff games that they had five rushing touchdowns allowed. I think we're going to see a lot of running in this game. Under 47 and a half is my biggest play here uh, when it comes to the game bets. Okay, Josh, could you convince yourself here to take the over? These teams have have combined for 50 plus points in all three meetings during the Mahomes era. Emerson, do they have the potential to go over? I think obviously they do. You know, obviously you look at uh, the defense of the 49ers. They've been gassed throughout the postseason. KC, even though we don't think of them as the high-flying offense of years past, they can put up points when they need to. But I'm kind of with Steve here. I'm going under or nothing. To me, it's either you take the under or you pass. Because let's look at what the data is kind of showing us. Right now we have 64% of bets going over. We were sitting at 47.5 pretty much all week. One thing I noticed, guys, was yesterday you did have at least two two books across the market get to 48 and then immediately come back down to 47.5. So I'm looking at line movement in terms of not only which direction you go, but how long you stay at a number and then when it comes back. So the fact that it came back down very quickly to 47.5 tells me that that 48 number was probably the best if you're going to go under. Now, you look at Kansas City, Steve mentioned it, 14 and 6 to the under, 70%. I think if you're worried about maybe, you know, getting really close to this number and you want to give yourself some security, I think it's a great teaser play to take Kansas City plus 2 to plus 8, go through some key numbers and give yourself some more wiggle room with the total. You could take that uh, 47.5 up to under 53.5. And, And guys, breaking news, no Kadarius Tony today. So that's great news for Chiefs backers. (laughs) Yeah, for real, it really is. Thank God. Yeah, great news for uh, great news for 40, the 49ers as well. Um, okay, so Jules, this is a clean sweep with the under here. Yeah, I like under. Uh, the guys talked about it. The resistance at 48, as soon as those 48s pop, they come right back down. I, I do like the under. Uh, the way that Kansas City plays, the way they've been running the ball, the way they've been playing defense – They've been an under team. Steve laid it out, and you go to the Niners' side. I expect them to be running the ball as as well. I expect Brock Purdy to potentially, you know, have some nerves in a a game like this. We have all the points that they've been scoring on, you know, somewhat fluky plays to get to their big totals, the IU catch off the face mask, you know, big chunk plays uh, to gain yardage and put points on the board in some of those games and Canarius Tony isn't playing. So he's not going to drop a ball that goes the other way for a pick six. That's nice too. Okay. But couldn't this also be, aren't we in like a position here where maybe with as good as these defenses are Jules, like we hit one big, big offensive play to kind of turn the tide in, in favor of the over and maybe even a defensive score here, especially in Brock Purdy's first Super Bowl start. I could see maybe some early scoring, not necessarily like if you're a first five minute better, not then but like look at the kansas city baltimore game after the first quarter that live total was high 40s um low 50s and that was a game that that closed in in the low 40s and easily stayed under they they wound up grinding the clock kansas city's defense stepped up and that was in a game where the ravens what the running backs combined for what five carries jackson added another few but like the ravens didn't even run the ball they passed all game and it still went under kansas city did what they have done. Great pass defense, running the ball. So I I think that there's a script here that, you know, we get off to a 10 to 7 start in All the right. first quarter or something, and the game still uh, winds up going under. Yeah, because in terms of other, like, game props here, Steve, maybe you don't like the over for the game. Maybe you like the over, let's say, for the first half. If both these teams want to get off to, like, a strong start tonight, expect them to mix in. A bag of like, you know, big plays here, opening up the running game, that kind of stuff, Steve. Would you look for maybe like a first half over? 
So there's actually one thing that they have that you can take, which is both teams to score one rushing touchdown in this game. You're getting a plus 120 uh, for this one here. I feel like that's a really strong play here with the way that these teams have been operating on the ground. Like, you know, we were mentioning how good Pacheco has been on the ground um, and and how how poorly the 49ers run defense has been. Then, of course, Christian McCaffrey, who has some of the most ridiculous odds to score an anytime touchdown. Obviously, they're going to try to run the ball with him if they get into the red zone. So getting that type of play at plus 120 feels like a really strong play to me here too because you know we mentioned how much Pacheco has been running he's averaging over 21 carries so far in these playoffs like he's had at least 15 carries uh, in every game he's been active uh, since week 10 so far this year so this just feels like a really strong play to me with how much these teams want to go on the ground here and I think especially too for the 49ers try to keep Mahomes off the field so give me that play both teams will score one rushing touchdown in this game at plus 120. Josh you have another worthwhile game bet to consider here? Yeah, so I'll give you two here, Emerson. One would be just first quarter scoring. I think there could be a situation where maybe you get off to some scoring early and then you settle down, you play more defense, you kind of get into the groove of the game. Looking at the first quarter total, it's eight and a half over, juiced up over. Some are nine and a half. I mean, chop around because obviously there are different prices out there. But can you get a touchdown and a field goal? You know, to me, an eight and a half over, you get three uh, field goals here. You can go over. I think that's a bettable number. And then also one play that I talked about yesterday. One thing, guys, I'm looking at today is, uh, screenshotting all the odds from yesterday and looking at where they move today because late movement, obviously Super Bowl or any game is so critical, but the longest kickoff return under 27 and a half yards yesterday it was minus 145 to the under. I woke up today. It's minus 170 to the under. So that late movement is super important to me because it tells me that when limits are raised and big bets come in, it can either validate a play that you like before, or maybe it goes the other way and you get a little nervous for this one. It makes me more excited because uh, the juice is rising on that under 27 and a half against an indoor game uh, with a lot of kickoffs, but uh, touchbacks potentially two kickers with big legs here and pretty good special teams. So I like the fact that the juice to the longest kickoff return under has risen and I'm going under 27 and a half. Okay, Jules, what movement are you seeing with some potential game bets on your betting card? Um, I mean, props wise, these guys highlighted a lot of them. I think the long drive one uh, was interesting that I talked to Johnny Avello about this week. People are betting the long drive over. That was uh, 76 and a half yards. And I clarified with him, does not have to be a touchdown drive or a scoring drive. The Chiefs were to go from the 10-yard line to the opposing 10-yard line and then fumble or have a kick blocked or whatever. That's an 80-yard drive. That counts. That's a popular one that I think some money um, is coming in on. And then we're going to see the player prop overs, uh, I would assume, take some money. So, like, let me – Kelsey's back down to 69.5, which kind of surprises me. That shows – I think what what books are are thinking there because he's going to be a very popular over this week, not just due to matchup, but the Taylor Swift effect. So yes. the fact that that has come down kind of shows that books are thinking that maybe he doesn't have the best game. I tend to disagree. I like the over. I like the matchup. I like Kelsey in the playoffs. He's gone for seventy plus yards in twelve straight yeah. postseason games, and we saw what they put on tape against Baltimore. But I think it's interesting that that has come down when it was at 70 and a half. And Steve, her plane safely landed at LAX yesterday. I think you wanted wow. something when you mentioned the private plane area there in Vegas is full. She found a loophole. She did, Steve. She'll be I think driving Steve over. Asleep. Get excited, big <laughs> man. Let's it's go to commercial. Time, we will. It's time to take a break. On the other side, we're going to dive into player props. Christian McCaffrey, the most bet touchdown scorer tonight. We're talking about it, so let's be about it next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. How about this? Last year's Super Bowl was watched by a record 115 million people. So that's roughly one third of the U.S. population, Julian. And with the NFL setting viewership highs throughout the playoffs, Taylor Swift's going to give everybody a bump in viewership tonight. No doubt about it. All signs pointing to this year's game being the most watched ever. By the way, while you're on the couch mashing your weight in guacamole tonight, you need to fire up the DraftKings Sportsbook here because right now we're dishing out a VEASAN exclusive offer for new DraftKings customers. So you're going to earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet up to $2,500. bucks. Just make sure you use the promo code VEASAN when you sign up. You earn a $500 bonus bet for every $1,000 you bet. Right, meow. That's a hell of an offer right there. And, Julian, you'd have that $1,000 to bet if Kentucky actually came through for you yesterday on your biggest college basketball <laughs> bet of the year. Got to own your L's. Yeah, yeah, you really do, which I'll you do. I'll be back do. and better than ever. That's right. That's right. After your 300 Super Bowl bets today. Uh, maybe you I'm on fo- the grind. We're going to get back. <laughs> maybe, you folks at home, maybe you folks at home like taking advantage of that offer. Maybe you feel like doing so by targeting player props. Maybe you feel like doing so by targeting Player props like quarterbacks, like Brock Starr and Patty Mayonnaise here. Which one would you recommend the people look at, Steve? You still targeting the Patrick Mahomes rushing prop? Yeah, yeah, passing and rushing combined. Okay. You're getting that a uh, couple yards lower than when we talked about this yesterday. This is at 291 uh, and a half now. I was kind of going over this yesterday uh, and a little bit her- here already this morning, just how much the 49ers have been giving up on the ground. And Mahomes has been willing to run, uh, especially in these playoffs so far. Like if you look at his numbers on the ground in the, in the first few games here, he's taken um, 14 carries on these playoffs so far, 41 yards, 19 yards, and 15 yards. And then just the passing of Mahomes as well. It hasn't been like those dynamic, you know, 300-yard Patrick Mahomes games, but we're in the 240s, the 260 Rangers uh, in two of those three games so far in these playoffs. Just feel like this is a good spot here too as well. And again, you know, Chiefs right now are the underdogs in this one. I do like them to win, but they are slated as the underdogs in this game. I think that Mahomes is going to be using his legs a lot in this game as well. I'm sure Julian will talk about his rushing yards that we both like as well, but I think getting those rushing, uh, passing and rushing yards combined, two 91 and a half. I feel like there's a good number here today. Is that true? Do you want to talk about it? Somewhat. I'm, I'm huh. split here with Steve. I, what I Ooh. do like is Mahomes' long carry, over 12 and a half yards. Um, you might remember the Super Bowl four years ago against San Francisco. He was well over his rushing yard prop when we had one of the all-time player prop bad beats in Super Bowl history. Mahomes was running backwards on those kneels because there was a little extra time on the clock. Lost like 15 yards on kneel downs went under his rushing prop after going well under, but he broke off the long carry. On the long carry since that 2020 postseason when they went to the Super Bowl against the Niners, Mahomes is 9-6 and six to the over on that. He's 2-1 and one to the over in this postseason. The under was 11, so he was almost there. He's, he generally breaks off a run in that range. Uh, so I do like that. I lean under on Mahomes passing. He's pretty consistently been going 
under. Uh, he's gone under in the last two postseason games. The one that he went over against Miami was 262. So he went over by the hook if we're using the number uh, 261 and a half that it's at now. He's stayed under 261 and a half in eight of his last 12 games. So despite the Chiefs winning, they're not doing it with a ton of yardage from Mahomes. I like Kansas City in the game. I don't know if I can stomach betting the best player on the field passing yards under for the team that I'm backing. But if I'm if you made me bet the Mahomes passing yards, I, I would go under on it. Okay. He hasn't thrown an interception, too, I believe, since Christmas. Meanwhile, on the other side, Josh, Brock Purdy over half an interception is one of the most popular passing props of Super Bowl 58, dude. Mm. Yeah, that could be worth a look. And obviously, we talked about the rushing prop for uh, for Purdy as well, 11 and a half getting uh, bet up to 12 and a half. But I'm going to go back to Mahomes here, guys. I'm going to disagree with Julian. I'm going to go over yeah. on Mahomes passing yards. We like to see Yeah, it was 260 and a half yesterday. Uh, and again, I kind of uh, stress the importance of late movement here. Obviously, you want to get the best number, but you also want to know that you're on the sharp side, that the line is moving in your direction. So Mahomes went to bed last night, 260 and a half. You wake up today, 261 and a half. Tells us late money is coming in that Mahomes over. I like it because it's kind of fishy. You know, he's only gone over this number one time, and it was against the Dolphins, and he barely went over. It was 262. But if you remember, the two games he went under, Baltimore, Buffalo, both outside, both weather uh, games here with a lot of elements at play. You're not going to have to worry about that today because you're at Allegiant Stadium. You're in the Dome. This is a stadium that Mahomes has played in quite a bit with the Raiders in the division. Also, this was a quote from Jeff Darlington of ESPN that came out today. You know, maybe it's just, you know, window dressing here. But he said, quote, all I keep hearing, Mahomes looks even more dialed in than usual this week. Now, maybe that's just propaganda, but it tells me that, hey, he's he's, you know, dialed in and getting ready uh, to play hopefully one of the best games of his career. And then again, you look at San Fran, they gave up 273 to Goff. I mean, Mahomes is far better than Goff. I think he can easily go over this number. And I think it's addition by subtraction by getting rid of Tony and not playing in this game and then adding Jarek McKinnon, who's a guy who's very reliable out of the backfield. Maybe he adds a few yards to Mahomes total. So I'm going to go over 261 and a half for Mahomes passing. Yeah, I just want to bring up something, too, about ahead, the uh, the interceptions for Purdy. Uh, this was uh, close to even money when this first opened. It's up to minus 135 for the over on his half interception here. The majority of his interceptions that he's thrown this year have come in losses. Nine of the 12 interceptions that he's thrown have come in games where the 49ers lost. He did have one in that last game against the Lions, and that was when they were playing from behind as well. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I like the Chiefs, because I just feel like the 49ers offense is just completely different when they're playing from behind here. But getting that Purdy interception, seeing how much it's moved, I like that way back when it was almost even money at this point. But just now get minus 135 feels like a lot of people are getting on that bet. Emerson mentioned the Patrick Mahomes yes-no interception prop. It's minus 120, yes, minus 110, no. He hasn't thrown an interception this postseason. He didn't throw an interception last postseason. The no on Mahomes' interception is 13-4 and four in his postseason career. I know we're going up against a good Niners defense here, but has it been that good in, in the postseason? Uh, I, I, would, I would bet no on, on the Mahomes interception as my favorite interception prop, even more than Purdy to throw one. And his running back and then Christian McCaffrey on the other side for the 49ers, two very highly backed guys in the props department as well, Josh. I mentioned going into break, Christian McCaffrey, uh, the highest bet touchdown score uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook right now. Is he on your betting card anywhere or are you like a lot of other people and you're really feeling the Pacheco side? I'll lean more to Pacheco. I mean, McCaffrey, I think he did tick up 89 and a half rushing yards to 90 and a half. So a late movement is going McCaffrey. Anytime TD, it's such a big minus number. I don't really see the value in laying it. If anything, maybe you get a better price by having uh, that two TDs for McCaffrey. But Pacheco, to me, is the way to go. And this is one of those buy low opportunities, Steve, because we were looking at it earlier. Uh, but it, he's down to 66 and a half. I mean, he was yeah. 68 and a half a day ago, two days ago. So on the one hand, you say, hey, there's some under money going uh, coming in on Pacheco to go under rushing total. You can look at it another way and say, hey, we're getting a, a buy low, uh, you know, low watermark number here to go over with Pacheco. And this is something that wise guys love to do. They love to uh, see a, a, a whatever the prop is, have it move as much as it can and then go the other way at the best possible number. But Pacheco's gone over this number in every single postseason game. He had 68 against Baltimore. He had 97 against Buffalo. He had 89 against Miami. I uh, remember San Fran got gashed by the Lions and the Packers. They gave up 136 to Green Bay. Aaron Jones lit him up. 182 to Detroit. Montgomery and Gibbs lit him up. And Pacheco in particular, guys, is a guy that just runs so tough, so hard, so violent. Uh, you got to think that this the two-week uh, break here has been really, really big for him because he had – 
you know, toe injuries, shoulder, knee. I don't know what it was. He had a ton of injuries, uh, but those two weeks for a young player who's banged up, I think could be very, very important. I would buy low and go Pacheco over 66 and a half uh, rushing yards. Yeah, and Steve, he's also rushed for an average of 21 times per game in the postseason. That's the most of yes. all playoff running backs, dude. No, they've been more than willing to give him the ball. And I, I talked about this yesterday, but, you know, getting a little bit of a, a better number here. I've liked him to go over his rushing yards to begin with. Now you're getting that tick down to 66 and a half. But again, pairing his rushing yards with an anytime touchdown score, you're getting that at plus 204. I feel like that's a play that is very in play here uh, for this game because I like the rushing props. I mentioned the 49ers have been getting absolutely gashed on the ground in those two games. Five rushing touchdowns allowed to opposing running backs in the two playoff games that we've seen. So getting that at plus 204 feels like a really strong play i'm honestly shocked that this number has been coming down i fully expected by the time that kickoff was here that this was going to be at least in the 70s i really don't know what the reason is for this coming down as i think this is probably the best matchup he's had in the playoffs thus far because the 49ers cannot stop the run at this point so give me that at plus 204 uh combining those two plays together i mean at this point too there's not a whole lot of value with when you're looking at christian mccaffrey props here well, McCaffrey is going to be a huge part of, of San Francisco's game plan, I would assume. Uh, you know, how much be. do they want to? Well, yes, obviously, but more so than than usual, because how much can you put? They've been forced to put the ball in Purdy's hands two yeah. straight weeks in, in comebacks, two straight games. So uh, the 49ers are favored if they can get out to a lead in this one or if they can, uh, you know, play from behind with the run, as we've seen, like the, the Green Bay game, they were very stubborn, uh, Shanahan, and kept running the ball with McCaffrey, even when when trailing. So against a good uh, Detroit defense, stubborn, run the ball, take it out of Purdy's hands. So, I, you know, I think there's something to McCaffrey's rushing prop, but I agree with the guys. Uh, Pacheco's my favorite. Niners giving up a, a 159 rushing yards per game on the yep. ground. Starting running backs have gone well over this prop in each. Pacheco's averaging 84 yards per game on the ground in the postseason. There's a lot to like there. All right, we'll uh, tackle some pass catcher props and others on the DK Sportsbook coming up. So I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Steve's going to take us behind the scenes after this break in Vegas to reveal some of the most ridiculous betting superstitions around Sin City. This year is going to be insane. A record 68 million U.S. adults expected to wager over $23 billion on today's game. Super Bowl 58 there in Las Vegas. That's per the American Gaming Association, everybody. And hopefully you're spending all of that money on DraftKings Sportsbook. And here on The Sweat, every weekend, we really try to take the luck out of it and give you the best bets to cash all of those tickets. But in Vegas, sometimes it doesn't really hurt to have lady luck on your side. So Steve, a huge believer in superstitions, got to the bottom of which ones work, yes, and which ones do not. Common superstitions I see in football, a lot of it involves food. Guys would tape their hands the same way, socks on a certain way. A lot of them would go to the same trainer, which sock goes on first. I could only play well if I puked before game. Here at Circa in Las Vegas, one of the superstitions is not going to the casino through the main entrance. We're going to roll the dice, take a chance, and hear from one of Vegas veterans about some of the other superstitions you'll see here on the casino floor. the classics hit on 16 stand on 16 but then the simple stuff which seat they sit at a table which door they walk into if you go through the side entrance it might take you a little bit longer and so if you have to use the facilities and you had to use them in a while that could be really bad luck so what should you do follow suit and blow on the dice before you roll them avoid counting your money at the table or go with your heart and play a number that hits close to home when you're playing roulette Bet your mother's birthday. Everybody has this perception about 13 being a bad number, and they've used it in movies, Friday the 13th. But there's also another number out there that's a superstitious number, and that's the number four. You'll also go into some hotels and not see the number four on the elevators. If numbers aren't your thing, Vegas has you covered. Playing the slots can be a good time, but picking the right one has its complications. When you're talking about slot machines, it's really individual. I have seen people talk to them. I have seen people tap the sides of them. While Vegas is a place to celebrate, there's definitely one thing you don't want to do. 
The biggest one when you're talking about craps, if there's a shooter and especially if he's on a run, he's got that sizz going, somebody buys in during his role. Oh, I had this boss who when the dice were so-called hot, he would go to the podium and he would change his shoes. If he's gonna continue to change his shoes, at some point he's gonna change his underwear. And to double down on that, never enter the casino with one of these. Customers do not want $50 bills. Something back in the mob days where the mob would put the $50 bill in people's pocket before they laid them away. The $50 bill is a no-no. Now that you have the right bills, let's talk dress, specifically colors, and why seeing red may not be a bad thing after all. Red is very, very popular. It's uh, considered a lucky color. I think when red really matters is in a bull match, bullfight match, when you need to get the bull really mad. It seems like the best advice from the Vegas pros is to forget the superstitions, have a plan, stick to it. As far as these superstitions out there, uh, the ones that I truly, truly believe in are zero. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve, like, what are you seeing? What are you guys seeing as like you're walking around the floor, the casino floors out there? Are you seeing people get a little, little weird with some superstitions out there? I mean, the, the slot crazy people are <laughs> insane. That's you. And that's, that, that is that that is no, 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 no. They, they, they take that to a whole different level. Like uh, they were slots. saying that like people like talk to the slot machines and everything. I've seen people like talking, like doing things that you would not normally see in a public uh, forum doing to the slot machines. Like it's, it's absolutely wild, but especially uh, this week in particular, there's been some, uh, some wild slot hooligans, I guess you could say uh, out on the casino floor. Yeah, Josh, the gambling realm is just rich with fascinating stories and superstitions that go beyond just the bets placed here. I know you said, you ran into our friend Samir, whose superstition is like when he gets, goes cold at the slot machine, he takes his shirt off. Yeah, I think this is one of the most interesting things when it comes to sports betting because, you know, me personally, I, I, I try to stick to the data, but there's a whole other side of betting where it's, you know, how can you influence the game? And uh, my wife always tells me, like, you, you have no influence on the game. Anything you do is not going to have any effect whatsoever. But the funny thing is, if you do something and it wins... Who's to say you didn't have an influence? Obviously, you probably Me. don't. But my whole point being, whatever works for you, I'm not going to knock it. If you want to wear the same uh, T-shirt, the same boxers as your last winner, that's fine with me. But also, guys, Silver Linings Playbook, one of my favorite movies, like lining up the remote, you know, north, like okay. south, in the same direction. To me, that's that's kind of a cool thing. And then also, when I sweat a big game, I turn my phone completely off. I don't want my group chat, my boys from high school blowing me up or, you know, we have a good bet and they tell me something good's happening or something bad's happening. Uh, so I like to completely, like, you know, I'll have my like live odds page and look at the live lines, but I don't want any connection from the outside world. I just want to sweat my game and, and not have any distractions. Did Julian have his phone off yesterday? I'd love to know that actually. Oof, I don't know. Uh, no, a lot no. Of notifications there. As, as I was texting him throughout the uh, was on my... Kentucky game, he was threatening to murder me. I would. That's true. <laughs> uh, I don't, the only thing I don't. My only superstition is Emerson. Don't text me. Good luck when I'm trying to watch a game or right. I, or I love you, bro. That's the only thing I don't want. And yes, I was on my phone mashing away at Kentucky live lines trying to get yeah. some money back, plus five and a half. Hit. I mean, like when, when, um, when you're out when you're out there in Vegas and, and you're standing at a slot machine or any of these tables, like what are what are you doing? Are like you in your own head? Because well, I know in some cultures it's believed that like don't cross your legs, okay? So like if you cross one's legs, it crosses out one's good luck or disrupts the flow of positive energy, man. So are you well, not, never heard of that? I don't really. Play, you've never uh, heard that, bud. I'm not, I don't cross my leg no. during this show because I don't want it to crush the good luck. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm cross, sure that's exactly it. I don't cross my legs during the show either because I don't find that a comfortable way to sit. Um, <laughs> I don't play slots. Slots yeah. are for suckers like Steve. Uh, and I have Ooh. no superstitions because superstitions don't affect the outcome of games. No matter what you're doing, no matter what way the remote is facing, uh, it's not going to change anything. So Ooh. take all that energy, Ooh. focus it on your process, Become a better handicapper. That's all. No superstitions. If you want to go wear your your team's shirt, your lucky shirt, have at it. Really? Um, because if you do do these, if you face the remote one way, you wear your jersey, whatever, it's also not going to 
change anything either way. So you can knock yourself out, have have your fun. Um, but if it but if it works for that individual, you do it. Like Josh, like you know, his wife's for, like you're absolutely insane. It didn't insane. work for that individual. Yeah. That individual just did something, and then whatever the result was going to yeah. be was the result. It's just Josh and his OCD. But like <laughs> exactly. you're Buke, you're sitting there and you're watching a game. You're a New England guy. I don't know. Like, let's say Mac Jones throws his third pick of the first half. Do you take off your your Patriot <laughs> shirt and then maybe you go put on like a Celtic shirt or something? Do you Steve do anything all insane these shirts like laying that? Around his house for That's sure. true. Let me cross my legs right now, actually. Isn't that no? Bad if luck? Mac if Mac Jones is is throwing his third interception, I probably have already cashed a numerous amount of bets <laughs> because you always bet against Mac Jones. So that would be the way for that. I will say my favorite superstition that I do see a lot is people who are watching sports games and they need the opposing team to miss a field goal. Goal. So they either bring out the fan, bring out the fan, <laughs> or they start blowing on the other side. Like they're, they're creating their own wind uh, to make them miss that field goal. So those are probably my two favorites that I like to watch, not particular partake in. Hmm. How about also, guys, is there that one person in your life who's a mush who like if you give them a play, you know, it's going to lose or if they you invite him to the party, huh. you know, if you get down three nothing, they're going to complain and say it was a terrible pick. We all know those people in, in our lives and we try to avoid them if we can. Yeah, absolutely. So like people those, telling <laughs> those people exist. I'm sitting next to one. But <laughs> Grow up. They now. don't they aren't changing the outcome of the games. It's no. just their attitude that becomes annoying. I will say I'm sitting there and I'm watching Trevor Lawrence absolutely crap his pants. I will go and take off my Trevor Lawrence shirt and I'll go to the bedroom and I'll grab, say, a, dirt, I'll grab a shirt that I haven't washed in weeks that's just sitting on the floor I forgot to wash. I'll put that thing on and the next thing you know, Trevor Lawrence is completing a historic comeback against the Chargers in the playoffs. Like sometimes it absolutely works. I it's would be willing to make a large bet that if you didn't change shirts, Trevor Lawrence still would have completed that comeback. Yeah, you know, I, I was reading about this because producer Drew put this segment in. And I said, well, let me do some research here about some of these ridiculous superstitions. Did you know that in some culture, Steve, it's believed that entering through the front door of a casino could transfer the bad luck of the people leaving onto you? And that belief, Steve, is so powerful that in 1998, MGM decided to change their famous entrance because many customers felt yes. that the door excluded ex exuded bad luck. What if the customers leaving had one big and they were good luck? Well, Does I think that you should. Uh, that's why I think you should be a people person. Talk to people. Hey, did you win or did you lose? Because I need your <laughs> luck or I don't want your bad luck. Yeah, I do remember that, though, because it was a big lion's mouth, I think it was, yeah. for you to enter. And many people weren't entering that way because they considered it to be bad luck to walk through that. Um, so they had to completely redesign <laughs> the front of the MGM uh, to get rid of that. But I do remember hearing that. But, I mean, it's true. I mean, I'm not, I don't believe any of this stuff anyways. If I'm going to win, I'm going to win. I'm going to lose, I'm going to lose. But some people, like, really, truly take this to heart. Okay. Well, looking forward to seeing pics of you shirtless at the slot machines after this yeah. show, Steve, which does end at 10 o'clock Eastern time. We got a little more than an hour to go. It is time for another 240 second break, though. We've heard a lot from Steve, a lot from Josh out there in Vegas, a lot from Jules here in Boston. So let's bring in Jeff Fulwark and Pierce Dietrich of DraftKings Network for a fresh voice on how to approach betting Super Bowl 58 tonight. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. 
Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hundreds of thousands of people expected to descend on Las Vegas throughout the week. And tonight, first ever Super Bowl in the Sin City, the entertainment capital of the world is just doing what it does best. By the way, fun fact, we've talked about the game total throughout this show already. When the over hit last year in that Chiefs 38-35 win over the Eagles, it nodded the all-time Super Bowl tally at exactly 28 overs and 28 unders because there was no total set for the first Super Bowl. Prop bets, though, you can bet on nearly any aspect of this game. So let's talk to DraftKings Network's Jeff Ulrich and Pierce Dietrich here. Gentlemen, it is good to see you. Thank you for waking up early with us. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, Ulrich, I want you to start us off here, King. Hook me up with a Kansas City prop that catches your eye right now. Yeah, let's keep it real simple. Travis Kelsey to find the end zone. I yeah. Mean, I, I really think I think Travis Kelsey should should be closer to minus 150 in this spot. You look at his, his career. He's got 19 touchdowns, 21 career playoff games. I mean, that's, that's a ridiculous record. And yet we're still getting him around minus 110 for an anytime touchdown. That's good. The, the, the San Francisco 49ers lost their starting safety back in week 11. Since that time, they've been starting a rookie. Last week, Sam Laporta. 97 yards, like nine catches. I mean, they are absolutely shredded by him. I know he didn't find the end zone, but certainly Kansas City will be looking Kelsey's way in this matchup a lot, and especially they'll be looking for it uh, in the red zone. I think Travis Kelsey's an extremely good touchdown bet this week. Really like him in that market. Yeah, dude, he's up to plus 750 now for first touchdown score. I was pushing that on the like show it. on the show here yesterday. Yeah, dude, 11 catches and 11 targets for 116 yards and a touchdown against that dominating Ravens defense. What on the Kansas City side in terms of props interests you, Mr. Dietrich? Well, I know my brand is usually to go with the Mahomes interception bet, but I'm not going to do it this time. Oh, coward. No, no. I, I'm all in on uh, Swifty Mania. Yes. I, I've been consumed. I'm not going to fight it. I know some people are upset and they are, are frustrated with just Just embrace it. Accept it. I'm all over Kelsey Swift. And I'll go with the receptions prop. Over six and a half receptions seems like a real low total for you know, a game with the basic world revolving around Travis Kelsey. How does he not get to these uh, numbers? And again, he's their best receiver. You need the big player to step up. I want him you know, to have a big game, win the game, and then get married after the game. I'm, yes. I'm all in. Yeah, yeah. You think he proposes after the game on the field after Kansas City wins? Absolutely. I wrote about it in my article. Oh, my God. That is why we like you. And that is a great time to uh, to tease. We we will have, um, you know, some physical props on the set coming up in the show that maybe has to do with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Nice little tease there. Hey, Pierce, if you did have to bet Mahomes interception, what would you what would you do? Because um, not Pukes, but Jewel says go under half an interception. I always say go over. I think he's an erratic passer that really takes chances. I know he's been on a bit of a hot streak lately by not throwing picks, but that just means he's due. Okay. Well, then on the San Francisco side, we mentioned it in this show too, Pierce, that actually Brock Purdy throwing a pick is one of the most popular bets on the board. What would be a San Francisco prop that you like? Yeah, let's stick with Purdy. And uh, along those lines, he has struggled in the playoffs. He has not looked very good. And for the most part, he hasn't looked that great against top-tier defenses, and that's what he's going to face. And that's led him to run more. Last week, we saw him scrambling all over the place. He even rushed six times the week before that. And I like his rushing prop. Take the over, what, 11 and a half? That's really nothing. He exceeded this big time last week. 
And I mean, you look at what Kansas City is going to do. You got a struggling young quarterback. You're going to put pressure. You're going to blitz, and that's what Kansas City already does. Uh, they're one of the top teams in the league, top ten in terms of getting to the quarterback, second in sacks, second in pressure rate. They blitz at the seventh highest clip. They're going to come after him. He's going to scramble. He's going to run. I think the over on Purdy's rushing is uh, uh, pretty much a lock. All right, Jeff Ulrich, who do you like over on San Francisco side of the ball here, dude? Let's stick with some Purdy, uh, some Purdy props. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I like some unders here. I like under Brock Purdy, 126.5 passing yards in the first half. What do you think San Francisco is going to try and do in this game in the first half? We all know what Kyle Shanahan wants to do. He wants to give the ball to Christian McCaffrey 20 times and keep this game close. You look at Brock Purdy's splits throughout the year. His yards per attempt in the first half of games is far, far lower than it is in the second half of games. That's because Kyle Shanahan wants to establish the run. He wants to keep things conservative. He wants to try and bully teams in the first half of the game and then just play it conservative throughout the second half. So, you know, when he does get and put in those pass first situations sure Brock Purdy can let it fly and he may do that in the second half and I could see him going for 250 yards and actually going over his game total but going under that first half total like I said I like this one quite a bit I think as Pierce mentioned Purdy will struggle at points I don't mind that interception prop either but I'm gonna go under Brock Purdy 126 passing yards 0. 0.5 126.5 passing yards in the first half all right in terms of game prop though Jeff what is on your betting card right now? There's a couple of things I'm interested in. Game props, we got so many to choose yeah. from, obviously, on DraftKings. We're well, going Kansas City to have more first downs in this game. They're minus 105. They're actually the underdog here. The last three games, Kansas City has averaged over 22 first downs. San Francisco's rate has gone down. It's around 20. That's far below their season average. Brock Purdy has been less efficient. They've struggled with containing pressure more in the playoffs. Detroit got to them. They're lucky to even be here, San Francisco. Their offense has been under more pressure. Their quarterback has been under more pressure. Whereas the Kansas City team, they're going up against a weaker rush defense right now. Mahomes is playing at the top of his game. Travis Kelsey's coming and rested. I think Kansas City gets more first downs. I think they control the ball more in this game. I like this one. Like I said, Kansas City is the underdog at minus 105. I like that. Kansas City to have more first downs. All right, Pierce, what do you think here, dude? Yeah, let's go with Kelsey. He likes to shine his light on people, and so maybe the spotlight's going to shine on him. If he gets the tight end receiving record, I think it's, what, plus 800 for him to go over 134 receiving yards. If this is the big game and everything revolves, I mean, possibly the biggest game of his career. He's never had more eyes on him, more attention. I expect him to show up in this game, and I expect Kansas City to feed him the ball. So, And even if Kelsey doesn't set the tight end receiving record, you still have kind of a backup plan in George Kittle. It's not you know out of the question that Kittle could, you know, you know, upstage at least mm -hmm. our tight end today. So take Kelsey to set the tight end receiving record. Uh, Pierce, give me your game bet du jour here, dude. We all know how good the Chiefs have been as underdogs throughout the season, especially the postseason. Game bet-wise, I'm going to take Kansas City in the money line. I recommended Kansas City in the money line last week. I also like the Lions, although they didn't win. They covered the spread. And my whole plan our approach, as you know, was to lean in with my heart and less with my head, and it seems to have worked last week. And I think that's the the correct sentiment again this week. Like if you look at the numbers and you look at the matchups, then the Ravens should be in the Super Bowl, and the 49ers should have blown out the Detroit Lions. But this is this is the Super Bowl. It's a different game. It's about execution. It's about limiting the mistakes. It's about gritty teams that just win, like the New England Patriots and the Kansas City Chiefs. Take the Chiefs. Take the money line. They will get the job done. Yeah, maybe the San Francisco 49ers match up better on paper, but this is not on paper. This is a game of X's and O's and execution. I like the Chiefs coaching staff. Mahomes just gets things done. Jeff Ulrich, the floor is yours. I know, I, I, you know how I love to go against Pierce and yeah. shoot down his silly ideas, but I'm not <laughs> going to do that here. It's Mahomes. It's Andy Reid. He's on the right side for once. He's got Taylor Swift red on. Let's give him some credit. He showed up. Good job, Pierce. Let's take this a step further. If, you, if you're not happy with plus 100 right now on the money line, you can get um, Kansas City on the alternate line at minus two and a half, plus 122. Um, I really don't think you should be afraid. I, I, I really think Kansas City should be the favorite here. Uh, Billy Walters thought that too, so I guess I'm in good company. Um, not that that means anything, but 
I, I like Kansas City in this game, and I think they went straight up. All right, this is what I'm very excited about now. Talking novelty okay. props with you guys. Jeff Ulrich, what is the top, your novelty prop list right now? Let's go. Hook me up. If you still have access to the Anthem bet, the under is where we're going with Reba McIntyre. I've watched all her YouTube videos this week. Her longest performance was 89 seconds. <laughs> Every other single one was far shorter than this. Reba McIntyre is going under 90 and a half seconds for the anthem. I also like Jordan Spieth for a cross-sport prop. Oh. Round four birdies. Minus 105. Jordan Spieth to have more birdies than field goals made in this game. we got the waste management. Spieth's in contention. He's playing well. There's a bunch of short par fours and par fives. Let's go. Jordan Spieth. Yesterday was, more birdies in field goals in this yesterday was insane out there at the waste management. Pierce, go ahead quickly, yes. my friend. Somehow Jeff has done more research than me, and I wrote a novelty <laughs> article at DK Network this week. I, I, I am impressed. You know, the score Gami is always fun to play, and that's a score that's never happened in an NFL game, so you can try to hit that one. It pays out big. Probably not going to happen. But the Gatorade bet is always the best one to make. I did a lot of research on this this week, and I just threw the research out and said, play orange because it's my son's favorite color. Yeah. There's right. also the possibility of purple because that's that's Swift's color. Yep, it certainly is. Well, gentlemen, thank you so much. I like and, the and, call. and Jeff, wherever you are, I, I, I hope um, you're not a hostage. Um, all right, all this talk about players. What about the coaches? Which dude has the edge? Why history is against Kyle Shanahan's pursuits of his Super Bowl title, the elusive Super Bowl. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.